0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.
1: <laughs> What's that?
2: That's Pops watching the Tigers.
1: Oh, well, that sounds about right. <laughs> 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 that sounds about how the season's going.
0: Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. Now here are your hosts, Chris and Rich.
1: Alright, well welcome to Sportgy number five. Chris Episode five. I'm Rich. Episode Lindstrom. us oh yeah, that's true. We got we got a whole bunch of numbers we can get up to, you know. It's there's never been any triple digits on jerseys, right? Uh in Little League maybe. Is it maybe
2: on the practice squad in, in the NFL or I don't know, I just I just know that in Little League there was a a kid who had a jersey number one oh three.
1: Hey breaking all these barriers in sports, alright, let's break the triple digit barrier. Alright? <laughs> <laughs> I to see somebody with one zero zero on their jersey. Yeah, probably end up being a black guy, you know, keeping it 100.
2: Wasn't it Gilbert Arenas who, uh... Oh,
1: Agent Zero? With, yeah, first went with Zero.
2: I don't think I'd ever really seen that before. I'm sure it, it happened, but I just hadn't seen it.
1: Remember, he's going to be the, the next big thing, and just, what, you bring a gun to an arena one time, and that's it?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of frowned
1: upon. Yeah, well, speaking of NBA, <laughs> things that are frowned upon... The big thing this week, or at least right now, we're recording on Tuesday, the 24th, is Draymond Green, kicking people in the nuts. I forget the, what was the guy's last name, Alan. So it's, uh, it was some tertiary player on the... uh the fuck are they playing? The Warriors. And did you see it, Rich? Uh, no, I did not see it. Ah um, man, it, it can... See, I mean, I could sit here and play devil's advocates for both parts. Like, he meant to do it. He didn't mean to do it. I mean, on the surface, like, the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, he kicked the guy in the nuts. But then when you watch it, it looks like he was, like, trying to go up for a shot after he got fouled. I don't know. Well, apparently the NBA didn't give a shit because <laughs> he did not get suspended. So,
2: I don't know. So, wait, 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 wait. wait. Sue, in the NFL, stomps on a guy's arm. Stomps on a few different people, I, I, you know, honestly. Gets suspended, gets fined, all that good shit. And a dude just, like, crane kicks, like, Mr. Miyagi taught him, a dude in the nuts in the NBA, and they don't do shit. Maybe the NBA is starting to grow some balls.
1: But there was an incident on Sunday uh, where somebody from, I want to say, Cleveland. It was, either Cleveland, it was the Cleveland-Toronto game, and one of those guys... Like, if you watch this clip, it was clearly an accident. Like, the dude did not mean to punch the guy in the balls. He got suspended for a game. But Draymond Green, I mean, it's... Except my, my first impression when I saw it was like, oh, he kicked the guy in the nuts. You know, it, it, it it's upon repeated viewings is where you start talking yourself and then people start arguing intent. Oh, did he mean to do it? Was it just flailing? Like, I don't know, but I think this gets into other conversations we've had where it, it just seems like when you're a, a marquee player in whatever league, the calls go your way, so to speak. I mean, he was given a flagrant foul and all that, but I mean... You know Western Conference Finals. You know you had Stephen A. Smith yesterday screaming about. You know it's the Western Conference Finals. Let them play. You know you don't want to give Golden State any excuse. Oh yeah, we were we were down a player and we didn't. It just seems. I mean, guy got kicked in the balls. Which I've also been hearing lately. uh, The cup is apparently disappearing from professional sports. Hey, that's another conversation. That's like, not
2: that, that's not a, that's not a good idea on the uh, players' parts. But hey, no, fuck it, they're adults.
1: No, but I've heard uh, a lot of the guy football players, NBA players, have been going sans cup because it says it restricts their movements. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I know when I was when I was in little league, five years old, that's like the first piece of equipment my dad took me to buy. Here's a cup. Here's an athletic supporter. You'll thank me in a few years. Uh, I, I mean, if if that guy's wearing a cup, you think this is even an issue? Cause he doubled, he doubled over. Like, dude, he got hit. It's we've all probably been punched or kicked in the nuts a couple times in our life. He doubled over. Like, he got hit. It, it, it was every man in America went
2: ooh. Yeah, definitely. First of all, basketball, maybe not use a cup. I can, I can understand that. Football, you're fucking, you're insane if you're not using a cup. Baseball, same thing. A line drive that you just react half a second too slow to. Yeah, that'll, that'll make you a believer in, in using a cup.
1: I would say any sport. Basketball, you got all them flailing elbows.
2: Uh, I mean, I guess professional basketball, but honestly, eh, I don't know. How often is your balls up around the elbow level?
1: Well, even to it, let's say LeBron posterizes you, all right, and his foot comes down in an unfortunate spot. It's too many dangers for the sack if you play any sports, (laughs) whether it's (laughs) you ever been hitting the nuts of the basketball. It shouldn't exactly feel like a tickle. I don't know, I've
2: avoided that so far in my life, so I'm lucky. I have I have taken uh, a soccer ball to the nuts and I remember it being a little kid and you know, being a having a single mom, you were pretty much obligated to play soccer. So <laughs> That way she could get you out the house a couple times a week so she could do all her nasty shit with her with your uncles. I remember at practice a few times not wearing a cup, and I think two of the three times I got square, squarely hitting the balls. And after the second time, I was like, you know what? I've learned my lesson. When I was a little kid. It's not even like they had dropped all the way yet. But yeah. baseball, always
1: wore a cup. Always wore a cup. Absolutely. Did not that ball, risk that. That ball is too hard, and your little sack is just the right size. In <laughs> Little League. Yeah. Just to have damage done to it.
2: But now now I used to play drop in hockey where I didn't wear a cup, so that's even dumber. (laughs) That's even dumber, man. I got I mean you take a puck to it, oh boy. Especially ice hockey where they freeze the fucking cup. Or the cup. The puck? Yeah, buddy. You're gonna be feeling that one.
1: I mean, this is a much bigger story, I guess, Yesterday, because yesterday it was like 8 o'clock. They, the league had still not said what they were going to do. And, you know, ESPN was doing, like, "Uh, games tomorrow. Uh What are you going to do, Adam Silver? You know, they were talking about Stern would have already made the ruling. And I just, my whole thing throughout this, the whole shebang bang if you will, is I asked a question already. If this guy was wearing a cup, is this even a story?
2: It's a story because it's the, you know, was it intentional? Was it? Was it, oh, you know, I slipped, but, you know, the ball slipped out of my hand when the pitcher hits the guy? You know how the shit goes.
1: I mean, he, he got fouled and then he shot. The more you watch it, the more you have doubts in your mind. Like, eh. What's, does that just how he shoots? Does he just does he flail everything when he shoots? Did he mean to do it? But doesn't matter now.
2: I do think if it had been one of the marquee players, it had been a different story altogether.
1: Yeah, true. If he would have kicked, you know, what's his name, Westbrook or whatever. Or... Durant, yeah, absolutely. He'd probably be suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah. It would have been it'd have been a
2: different story at that point. Oh
1: oh God, or what if what if that happened to LeBron? Jesus Christ. We'd be on day three of Nutgate.
2: Yeah, t- <laughs> twenty four hours. Breaking news in Nutgate. The right ball has <laughs> finally went back to normal size on LeBron. Uh,
1: hour by hour updates of LeBron's nuts. I'm telling you, man, I said it a week ago, that's gonna be seven game series. I mean it's it, it seems like each team has pounded the other when they've won. It hasn't been exactly close. You know, and then you got the other series. Toronto, evening it up, might not be such an easy route to the finals for King James' this time, but who knows.
2: Yeah, I also heard uh, Stephen A. Smith had to feel like he had to apologize to the city of Toronto and the nation of Canada. For what? <laughs> A- apparently underestimating the Raptors.
1: Really? Come on. We can't say a team is going to lose now without having to apologize. God damn it. Really? This is where we're at.
2: You know what it, you know this is really what it ninety99 percent of the people in the world don't give a shit including people that live in Toronto they understand it's sports people are gonna pick a team and it's but hurt very tiny minority who is the most vocal that make this sh- shit like this happen like anytime not just in sports but just public figures speak out and it could be conce you know construed as oh well this person was slighting this person this person was disrespecting this person will demand an apology well, fuck that. I mean, it's, it makes for good fucking news, but it really is getting tiresome to where we actually, we have to act like these people have a fucking opinion that matters about anything. I mean, honestly, how many, how many social justice warriors do you think really are fucking watching basketball?
1: Uh, you know, maybe only the ones in the Black Lives Matter movement, but you know, probably not as many as, uh, people would like us to think.
2: And not as many that are, that are, not as many that are as calling for him to apologize. Fuck off, Apologize.
1: Yeah, and I wonder how many of the people calling for him to apologize actually fucking watch sports, let alone basketball, sports in general. Is this another... Corolla makes this point a lot. And I'm starting to think there's a lot to it. And it's it's this whole, the nerds are getting back at the jocks now. With the age of the internet, you know, it's time for everybody who got picked on in high school and didn't get laid in college, now they're going to get their revenge. I, you and know, I, I ask, to what end? Like, what, when does it stop?
2: But then I hear from from people like my brother, who's you know considerably younger than me and and my friends who have kids that are still in high school at the moment, it's really not like it was when we were kids. The jocks aren't necessarily you know king of the fucking jungle there. That Columbine shit really did start some some shit where it was like, all right, we gotta stop this bullying you know we we this is getting out of hand. I mean kids when when you grow up to where you can't even bust balls between your friends for fear of someone overhearing you, and it, I mean, we all, we we all played some form of sports growing up. Part of sports is busting each other's balls, because usually you have a couple kids on a team who actually are good, they're alpha males, and they're always vying for position amongst each other, so you bust balls. Right now, you do that in the locker room, and the wrong person hears it, they go to the fucking counselor, and all hell breaks loose.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, and people can give me shit if they want, and, you know, at Podcast on Twitter. And we're back on Instagram. Sporgy underscore podcast. We'll see how long this lasts before we're <laughs> deemed inappropriate again. But I think bullying builds character. And, yes, I was bullied as a kid. I was bullied for, like, three or four years in elementary school. And you know what? I fucking hated it, and I carried some of the baggage with me into as an adult. But guess what? At some point, it wears off. And you've acquired the skill called learning how to tell people to go fuck themselves. But... Not only Apparently that. Apparently, we it, can't do that anymore.
2: When it, when it comes to this type of shit, it's, it's just like I, more and more I'm realizing it's a very small minority of people who are just very loud and are very organized, you know, be it through social media or whatever. So they get together and it seems like, oh my God, society as a whole is saying this. Society as a whole doesn't give a fuck. Society as a whole is worrying about paying their car note and making sure they got a roof over their head and the keeping perfect, their job.
1: The perfect example right now is this whole trans bathroom thing it's point oh three percent of the population and it's been just nothing but this shitstorm for what are we going on two months of it now yeah and i mean it kurt
2: Schilling basically said and then look i don't agree with him but he posted a joke and the joke was obviously a guy who's not trying to pass his female but he was wearing female clothes i mean the fucker had a beard as far as i remember in the picture and said this is the person that wants to use the bathroom with your with your daughter okay is it in poor taste it's in poor taste but a lot of jokes are, all right? And he didn't do Mm -hmm. it via his account with ESPN, like something that was approved. You know, he didn't post as if it was coming from ESPN. He did it on a personal account. He got in trouble, and ultimately he got fired. Now, there's theories that he was trying to get fired because he just jumped ship and went to another network, but that's neither here nor there. We all know that if you're in the spotlight, and it's bright enough on you, and you post anything that could be taken as disrespecting a group of people there's always gonna be people calling for your fucking head
1: you don't even have to be Kurt Schilling I mean I went through it personally I know I've talked about it before back in like about a year before we started all this podcasting stuff there's I, I can't use my real name on Facebook now because some dipshit you know I had to take off where I worked and you know make up something and you know change it to my middle name because I made what I thought were some honest comments about the city of Detroit and a person did not like what I said and called the fucking customer service complaint hotline, and bitched about it. Use my name and everything. I had to get Ghost off of social media for six months, because as soon as people started calling me from my job, like, hey, did you do this? Did you say this? I'm like, yep, but page has been deleted. Well, you're allowed to have a social media account. Yep, nope. If it's going to cause this much, goddamn, if my job is going to be on the line because of an opinion I had on my own personal time, fuck social media. It ain't that important to me. But that's just now how it's, it's this new, it's this villagers for Frankenstein mentality. And apparently since Stephen A. Smith thought a fucking team was going to lose, now he's got to apologize to a whole fucking city. Quote you, Rich, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> like this is just change our fucking flag to just a picture of a vagina. All right? Because <laughs> that's what it's turning into.
2: What really bothers me is it's disingenuous. On so many people's parts, it's it's feigned outrage.
1: Because you know Stephen, but dude, you know Stephen day Smith don't mean it. He's doing it because his boss has said, "eh, he should probably apologize." And that's what I don't like either. Is you get all these forced apologies. You know the person don't mean it. They're just doing it to save face, to keep their job, to keep the people that sign their checks every two weeks happy.
2: Exactly, exactly. And that's just. Once again, okay, when we were growing up, I can't remember the player's name. There was an NBA player. He converted, and he was a Muslim, and he didn't stand for the national anthem. Holy shit. People lost their fucking mind, but it was a small group of people that were offended. Most people didn't give a shit, but it was a big fucking story. And it, all it is is that people watch that and are like, oh, so if I act offended enough, I can I can impose my will upon somebody. And that's, that's what we have here. That's what's, what's going on now. And the last place you think he would honestly think it would bleed over is in the sports. Sports reporting, I can see it. But sports itself, and it has. I mean, you can't, there's mics everywhere, everywhere. And I, I've watched hockey games, baseball games, where you clearly hear someone cuss
1: it's like, the announcers you know, laugh it off.
2: Oh, or uh, it it goes the other way. Well, it really kind of depends on the the broadcast. If it's or yeah. Or the yeah. They apologize
1: after the break. Oh, uh, there may yeah. have been some unsavory things heard over our broadcast, and we would like to apologize. Like, it's I had this conversation with somebody in the last week. Why do we fucking act like like in the media in general? Why do we act like we don't curse? Why do, why do we act like there's this huge decorum that we all like? Sometimes you say the word bullshit. Sometimes you fucking drop something on your foot. And you say the word fuck. Sometimes you get elbowed in the face during an NBA game, and you might go shit. Like, what? Why do we? Why do we act like there's this whole facade? It goes back to, what like, the fucking radio and TV and the FCC. This is how real people talk. Why do we always fucking avoid this shit? Act like it does not happen because of the
2: children. But that's another.
1: <laughs> oh, that's another. That's another rant all in and of itself because then we might have to actually parent our children and let them instead of letting the tv and the computer do it
2: i feel like and i understand because as small of a, a part as we actually are of the media by doing this we still are a small part so we have to cover this shit but i feel like covering it almost gives it legitimacy and if the four-letter network and Stephen A. Smith wants to be bullied by a bunch of people who actually don't give a single fuck. They're just looking for shit to be offended by. Well, then let them. That just shows they lack backbone, and that's their lack of character. And, yeah, you're you're. I, I guarantee you Stephen A. Smith did not mean that fucking apology. I've watched enough of the man. Actually, I actually like him, but I guarantee you he didn't mean that apology.
1: Well oh, yeah, I mean, Stephen A. Smith didn't. Kurt Schilling when he was still there and had to make him, didn't. Fucking Bill Simmons didn't mean that shit. No, they fucking, they're making it because the people out of Bristol, Connecticut, who sign their goddamn paychecks every two weeks, want them to do it. Exactly. But why do we give people jobs to state their opinion and then we fucking censor their opinion? What the fuck you hiring me for? Because I know Stephen A. Smith gets himself in hot water all the fucking time.
2: It's because we want to hear their opinion, but we want to hear their opinion that doesn't offend the sensibility of the weakest of uh, of us all. I mean, honestly, because that's what it is. We're, we're, we're now we're now looking at the chain and going, what's the weakest link? We have to dumb everything down to where they won't be offended.
1: And It's not, it's not going to ha- We talked about this on our old podcast. It's never going to happen. There's always going to be someone offended by something. There's just people that go around nowadays just looking for shit to be offended by. They wake up in the morning not offended by anything, and they're going to go and look for something to be offended by because... I mean, I guess and we're kind of doing it too, but there's this new self-righteous thing too where everybody's got to make themselves feel better by pointing out everybody else's shortcomings. Whatever happened to just minding your own house? I was telling Mandy the other day, you know how much better off our neighborhood, our state, our country, let alone the world would be if everyone just in general minded their own house, take care of your own four walls, and the rest will kind of fall into place?
2: Not only that, but what happened to just common sense? Being able to state something that is just, plain old common sense like okay I I, I can't remember her name uh, but the MMA the transgender MMA fighter Fallon Fox that's her name Fallon Fox all right so she fought another opponent gave her a concussion and caved in her eye socket
1: it's and still like, a man's body whooping your ass
2: in the first exactly
1: it's a man's bone structure it's a man's muscle mass. And I I think you made a very good point. I think it was maybe on our first or second show. You can identify with what you want to be all you want, but you still got a prostate, you still got ovaries, still medically you are what you are.
2: Exactly. And we can't even, you know, not we, but the larger sports media, it's like there was just an unwritten rule that we can't talk about it. We can't say, wait a minute, maybe this isn't the best idea to stick someone who transitioned from male to female in a ring with a... Woman who was born female, mm-hmm. and let them go at it. I mean, apparently, if you do it in, a, in an MMA ring, you're a hero and you're brave and you're stunning and all this shit. But if you beat the shit out of a bitch who fucking keys your car and beats the shit out of you, you're a you're a woman beater and you're a horrible fucking person and you you're you're lower than scum and all this shit. It doesn't even make sense. Bottom line, that woman should not be fighting other should not be fighting biological women sorry if that makes me a hater or transphobic that's fine whatever
1: i had this conversation with another person too the other day once again where does it stop i I was trying to make a point that high schools are a giant gray area with this whole thing because what did you try to do with every rule you were given in high school rips because i know what i tried to do tried to figure out a way around it okay but beside the point with the bathrooms i said well where does it stop do we still let? Do we now let transgender? What, what's the proper? If you're going to a woman, do you say a transgender woman or a transgender man? Do you even know? I don't know. But do you, do you let them get involved in sports? Because then, well, then do you outlaw them? Because then that starts getting in the realm of unfair for situations, just like we talked about. You know what? What if some trans, transgender high school kid wants to play on the volleyball team? Well, it turns out she's like fucking six two and two hundred fucking twenty pounds. Uh, she's gonna be a lot bigger than any of her competitors. She's ever gonna face. Doesn't that start getting into the realm of unfair?
2: I mean, there's there's a real simple way to handle it, and it's letting Darwin it's letting Darwin take its course. Everybody's got to sign a release, and there are no more gender-specific sports. So, oh, you're female, and, and, and or you're you're born you're born a female, but you 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 identify as male, and you want to transition. Hey, go ahead, get out on there in that football field. With them fucking three hundred pounds, six <laughs> foot
1: four monsters. Today you're playing nose tackle. <laughs> Let's see how tough you are. <laughs> you know, yeah.
2: S- sign the waiver. If you end up paralyzed or dead, that's your fault. There's nothing no one can do. Fuck, mm-hmm. you. fuck your family. Fuck your friends. They can't sue. They can bitch about it all they want, but they better not. They better. They better make sure they bitch in the media and they keep it under a certain level, or else they'll get sued for slander and liable. So fuck it. You want true equality? give them true fucking equality and we'll see how quickly because here's the thing i don't think it'd be the transgender people you'd have to worry about it'd be these fucking delusional fucking third-wave feminists who think i can do anything a man can do who weigh you know okay yeah you might be a big girl you might be five ten and 170 pounds might even hold your own in in some in 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 some smaller shitty fucking high school football programs
1: but can you get hit by ray lewis
2: Go to a college fucking program. And then let's then let's take it to the next step. Now, put your ass in the fucking pros. Because let me tell you something. There are, what, 32 football teams? There are 53 people on a football team? And so many people on a practice squad? That's out of everybody in, let's just say, the fucking United States who is good enough to do that job. You think that you can compete at that level? Knock yourself out. The first couple fucking years... Oh, there's going to be, they're going to bring jacked up back to Monday Night Football. You got jacked up because you're going to get knocked the fuck out. And I'm going to laugh my ass off because it's no different than the fucking 400 pound motherfucker who's 40 years old and had already had two bypass surgeries talking about, I get out there and do that. Okay, Uncle Rico, go throw that football over the fucking mountains. Get your ass in there. Go ahead. When it break your ass in half, I'm going to laugh my ass off at you because you're fucking stupid.
1: Shit, that guy'll die during practice. He won't even make it to the games. Exactly, exactly. So after mile five, his heart'll give out. Shit, mile one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you can't ride your scooter from Walmart around the fucking field when the coach tells you to do laps.
1: So I it's
2: just it's 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 this it really is intellectual dishonesty. We're being dishonest.
1: And where, does, and where does the identifying thing stop? Can I just walk into the Tigers' dugout and be like, I identify myself as a Major League Baseball player. They'd be like, you can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you don't belong here. You know, I had a thought today at the airport, too, when I was connecting, and I had to piss. I was like, what stopped me from walking into a woman's bathroom? Someone goes to stop me. they be like, I'm in transition. I identify as a woman. You can't do I mean, like, a, another example Adam Carolla has given that I think is very apt to this whole situation is service dogs. Look at what we've done in that respect. Ten years ago, 15 years ago, you only had them if you medically needed them. Well, now everyone's found this loophole to where they're abusing it. I mean, fuck, dude. I get on planes half the time, it's like a goddamn kennel. And you know (laughs) half of those people don't fucking... Able-bodied people just getting up and walking off with the dog. This is my service dog. For what? You know, oh, it helps me fly. You've been passed out the whole fucking time. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Here's my here's my pocket rat. This is my service dog. Yo, okay, Paris Hilton.
1: His example is just how we've abused service animals. Now it's just, I mean two. An example I'll give you is medical marijuana cards. How many people do you know that have medical marijuana card that really fucking need it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna be quiet on that one. Exactly.
1: <laughs> fucking. It's it's become. It's, I think it's just human nature. It's a human nature thing to where whenever we're given, you know, everybody says we crave rules and structure, and I think we do to some point. But I just think it's a human nature. It just seems whenever we're given some kind of rule with any kind of loophole, we're just looking to abuse those loopholes. Yeah, and this all started because Stephen A. Smith had to fucking apologize to Toronto because he thought Cleveland was going to beat him. What the fuck? Like that just—I thought Canadians were supposed to be docile, and not, or let me guess, it was U.S. people that were complaining about it. I don't
2: know, dude. I, being that big of a fucking bitch knows no borders—not with the <laughs> internet anymore. But I mean, since, since we're since we're on the subject of intellectual dishonesty, I guess we should probably touch on the uh, the NFL and the continuing CTE oh, saga here.
1: Yeah. Speaking of dishonesty, oh, oh, jeez, we're talking about honesty here. This report is from Congress. So I guess this means we take it with a giant grain of salt. But uh, according to congressional reports, at least a half dozen top NFL health officials waged an improper behind-the-scenes campaign last year to influence a major U.S. government research study on football and brain disease. The 91-page report describes how the NFL pressured the National Institutes of Health to strip the $16 million project from a prominent Boston University researcher and tried to redirect the money to members of the League's Committee on Brain Injuries. The study was to have been funded out of a $30 million unrestricted gift the NFL gave the NIH. And- 2012. Yeah, so much for
2: unrestricted.
1: But go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, basically the the NFL. I mean, in a nutshell, the NFL was paying for the results they wanted. In a sense, they saw the data wasn't going to fall in their favor, so they're basically trying to get it switched over to the you know to the uh, the doctors that had interest, let's say, in the NFL. You know, they're paying for the results they want. That's fucked up to me. That is real fucked up, especially when. We're seeing, we're starting to see evidence of all of these head injuries or the CTE or whatever the fuck it's called. It's uh, we were talking about before we recorded and we said on another podcast, you can't tell me taking multiple hits to the head, whether you're in pads or not, will not affect you later in life. I had a buddy that played high school football that will attest to that. He never made it. He never played. He didn't play a day past the 12th grade. All right. And he will tell you that he is not looking forward to getting older.
2: And when this is the shit I'm talking about, this is the just cognitive dissonance we have as a society about so many different subjects anymore. When did this even become something we had to question? When I was a fucking child, back when they let you smoke indoors and your parents fucking left you alone when you were 9, 10 for hours at a time. And it was free range parenting where you just had to be back when the streetlights come on, with no phone or nothing. If you got fucked up and knocked out, they took you out for a play or two, or they sat you out for the rest of the game. If it was bad enough, they sent you to the fucking doctor. So why are we acting like, oh boy, this this is this is new news to us? This isn't this is new news to nobody. This is more, oh my god, you mean c- repeated concussions, repeated brain injury affects people? Oh, we didn't know that. Fuck you! You didn't know it.
1: No, it's more like we've been sweeping it under or to the end, trying to sweep it under the rug and just keep it tapped down, you know, for years. I mean, it's, yeah, it, like you, it was an
2: accepted. Everyone accepted. If you play a sport, this is the risk you take. Yes, everybody. Everybody wants the glory. No one wants the consequences anymore. It's the reason life, you wear a fucking helmet. Life don't fucking work that way. All right. Hey, yeah. When I used to play drop-in roller hockey. Ninety percent of the time, I wasn't wearing a helmet. There's a few times my head bounced off some concrete. Damn right, and I was stupid and I was young, so I got back up and I kept fucking playing. But I had a friend who got knocked the fuck out, and he was out for five minutes. We had to carry his ass off, and then of course, you know, this pre-internet. We had heard all the bullshit. Oh, don't let him go to sleep for 24 hours or else he'll slip into a coma, which is complete bullshit. But what the fuck ever is the first thing they do when you go into the fucking hospital with a concussion is tell you to get some rest. But the, the shit was we knew it could happen. He didn't fucking go home and tell his parents, oh, so and so, you know, hit me when my head was down and I was carrying the puck through the, the neutral zone. I, you know, and I, 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 I cracked my head and I was out for five minutes. We need to sue or we need to do this. no. You knew what you knew what you were doing when you stepped over those lines and here's the thing if you want sports to be sports we can't you cannot take away all the risk and still have sports be interesting or else we're gonna have fucking bowling or
1: golf well, yeah, wh- wh- what so happened tough. this isn't just a sports problem in this country anymore either what happened to assuming the risks what happened to a little bit of accountability? You know, I'm not saying it, it, it's right that what the NFL is doing because it, it, it might seem like I'm coming out on that side of it but it's just at the same time it's we're we're playing contact sports and not expecting to get injured or expecting something to happen or just turning a blind eye to it or, I don't know I, don't, I think I had a point and I lost it <laughs> to quite honesty
2: all around the people who get fucked up after playing the sport to the to the owners who don't give a shit as long as they bring in the, the they put the ashes in the seats, and they bring in the championships, and they bring in the revenue. Everybody is being assholes about it. The only people that are being fucking honest are the doctors, and I'm surprised. This is this is how I know. I don't care if I could have went to med school, if I could have fucking been a doctor, I'd have never made it because I'm surprised there's not a doctor that just hasn't held a press conference and went. So, does repeated head injuries cause problems later in life? Fucking duh. End of fucking press conference. Do I need to keep... No questions. Done. Why are we even talking about this?
1: That seems like common sense. I don't need a degree to fucking figure that out.
2: Yeah, it's fucking cause and effect. If you stick a loaded gun to your temple and pull the trigger, odds are very fucking high
1: you're going to die. If I wake up every morning and punch myself in the nutsack, I'm going to have a testicular torsion eventually.
2: Exactly. It's complete bullshit bullshit. On the players' parts and the owners' parts. Now, now, granted, I'll give the players from 50, 60 years ago the benefit of the doubt because we didn't know as much as we knew. But I mean, you don't. Okay, you hear people talk about well, we're worried about football players, and now they're starting to pick on hockey. We're worried about. Well, I was going to say, what
1: players. about hockey players? Hockey players, in my opinion, take way more hits than football players.
2: Okay, so not not well, hockey just isn't as as, as high profile in the, in this country. So that's. If you go to Canada, I'm pretty sure they're talking about hockey players' safety and CTE versus football players. But that's, that's neither here nor there. But now they're starting with hockey. How come I haven't heard shit about MMA? How come I haven't heard shit about boxing? I mean, I, I, mean, okay, let me retract that. How come I've heard very fucking little about both of those?
1: NFL's got deeper pockets.
2: Exactly. I mean, MMA is one step above bare-knuckle brawling. It is not, they're not even boxing gloves. And people can split other people's faces and heads open with boxing gloves. So they just put these little padded fucking cut-off finger gloves on and let them go at it. By the way, there ain't no padding on their feet when they're fucking beating the shit out of each other with their fucking kicks and shit. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's feigned outrage, dude. It's, oh, well, we don't want our players to, to go through this. Really? Well, you don't give a shit about the MMA fighters. You don't give a shit about the fucking boxers. And really, America doesn't give a shit about the hockey players. But you give a shit about football players? Why? Because you got your kids playing football. And you don't want your kids to get hurt. Well, then here's the deal. If you don't want your kids to get hurt, they don't play fucking sports. Or pick a safer sport.
1: Yeah. Pick the flute.
2: Baseball what? isn't even all that safe because you can get drilled in the fucking head. A pitcher just got drilled in the fucking head. Oh, yeah.
1: Head. Or did you see that the other day, the guy who got hit in the eye? Yeah. I think more we talk about this, it's coming down to, I think it's a willful obtusiveness, is that a word, <laughs> on both the players and the league's part. You know, the players are all of a sudden acting like, what do you mean I can get hurt? Shut the fuck up, you know you can get hurt. And it, but, the, but the the league is, you know, they've been hiding it and acting like it's... I think you can probably put a little bit of blame in, in, in both arenas here, so to speak.
2: That's what I'm saying. I mean, this is not... This is not groundbreaking news. This is not the president holding a press conference coming out and saying, uh, yeah, by the way, alien life exists. We've known about it for 60 fucking years. And here's proof of alien technology. And everyone goes, oh, my God. This is shit we've known. You know, oh, it's like people go, oh, smoking is bad for me? I thought it was good for me. Hey, yo, Hey, You thought inhaling fire was good for you?
1: Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> inhaling fire and carcinogens smoke. You know, it's part of a balanced diet.
2: You know, and I get that in the 40s and 50s and, and earlier that doctors were like, hey, smoke Chesterfields. They'll, you know, nine out of ten doctors recommend Chesterfields and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but there was a fucking time when if you were depressed, they drilled a fucking hole in your skull so the
1: demons could be released. Yeah, That's right? true. Stop. It's a time when bloodletting was an answer for everything.
2: Yeah. All right, so let's stop acting like technology and knowledge from 60, 100 years ago. We have to disprove. We've already disproven it. it you know, in, in, the Earth don't revolve, or the Sun doesn't revolve around the Earth. Okay, we've 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 proven that. Despite what a small portion of the internet says, the Earth isn't flat. We've already proven that. You know, I mean, move on. And I get it. A lot of a lot of the older you get, the more set in your ways you get. And you don't want to accept new shit. I understand. I'm getting to that point myself. But this isn't even fucking new shit. This is just like you said, common sense we've all known. And the NFL just trying to cover it up. Of course they try to cover it up. They're trying to They get the NFL will lick that honey pot clean. If the federal government steps in and starts regulating football to the point where it becomes where you can't play football as the game, we recognize the NFL will lick the pot clean and move on to the new game and hope it, it, it has some popularity because it's all about money to the owners. It's all about money to the players. It's all about the glory, the fame, the championships, the pride, the ego. And then when they retire and they realize that all half the shit or more that they were playing for is gone and all they have left is a shattered fucking body, then it becomes an issue to them. Let's be honest. It's like Patrice O'Neill said. He said he didn't give a fuck about diabetes because so he was diagnosed with it. Michael J. Fox wasn't fucking sitting and talking to Congress about Parkinson's until he fucking had it. All right? These are people who are acting in their own self-interest. More power to them. But, that's, but well, let's be honest. That's what it is. And we need to st- we need to stop this bullshit, this fake. Oh, we're shocked. No one's fucking shocked. All right, stop it. It's 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 like the fool who who you you just. Cut. It's like when you have a five year old and you catch them with their hand in the cookie jar and you go, "What are you doing?" And they go, "Nothing." Your, you got your Nothing. hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. No, I don't. And her hand's still in it. You know? No, you don't go. Well, you know what? They feel that way. So that's a valid. That's a that's valid because since it's, it's their feelings. No, fuck that get your hand in the fucking cookie jar, get it out, or I'm going to warm that ass up. All
1: We both worked in the same industry for a minute, and I'm sure you've been in a supervisory role before. It's like the person telling you they put something in, and they swear they put it, well, great. You can tell me you put it in all you fucking want. It's so not is- changing the fact it's not fucking in. Tell me, you you can tell me that you blue in the face that, you know, I'll swear up and down that you did this, but the fact remains you didn't do it, and you sitting here telling me how much you did it isn't getting it done
2: exactly stop arguing with me or make it and put it in while you tell me that you already did it because here's the deal the oven starts there it ends here i'm looking through the oven i don't see it and it's not over here where we put the finished product so guess what unless yeah. casper the friendly fucking ghost came in away <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: you didn't make it so make it put it in the oven shut the fuck up and do your job
1: it's another problem we're having as a society and as a country. It's all of a sudden, in the last 10 years, admitting that you fucked up has become like this crazy big taboo thing. And I think it's probably a result of the special little snowflake generation that's coming up behind us. If you admit that you fucked up, it's the end of the world and nobody does that and no one—I not I, nobody makes mistakes and you're persecuting me by saying... <clears throat> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's my feelings on it at this point. Admit you made a mistake and move on. It helps everybody in the situation. It helps you learn from it. it. It resolves the situation. NFL, just go, hey, we fucked up. Part of me, too, thinks it's because they don't want to start paying out all these lawsuits. You, you're making billions of dollars a year. Open up the wallet, shitheads. Exactly. You're, if you were hiding something from these guys and it's been proven, huh, sorry, maybe well, raise pr- prices of the Sunday ticket next year then.
2: You know what's going to happen? The, the people at the top of the NFL teams, they're going to set themselves up to where they're going to be like, hey, look, uh, we don't handle that. That's the team doctor. If the team doctor lied, they did that on their own to, t- to get the player to go back out. No, you're fine. Don't worry about the head injury. It's okay that you don't know what team you play for or what state you're in at the moment. Go back out there and make a play. We never told the doctors to do that. That's bullshit. Those doctors know that they're hired to keep those guys on the field. But the thing is, the shit will roll downhill, and it'll get to the point where these, these team doctors will be sued into the poorhouse, and that'll be the end of it.
1: Well, it's just like all those doctors who took all those bullets for PEDs in baseball a couple of years ago. I mean, you know that they were directed to do that shit. You know, that the, you know, the team probably knew, the player probably was fucking, they were probably on the player's payroll. And when, exactly. You, and when it came down to it, you know, with your, your Ryan Bronze and shit, I'm going dating myself here, But your Roger Clemens is, your fucking uh, Barry Bonds, you know, when all that shit came down, who ended up taking the rap? The fucking doctors.
2: Yeah, and and ultimately, who made the most money out of that situation? The fucking lawyers. And that's yeah. who's going to make the most money out of this situation. All the money that the, the doctors or the NFL as a collective whole or who, whomever ends up paying, all the money they pay... Over half is it's going to go to those fucking lawyers into their pockets. And what's left, the crumbs, will go to the actual players. And that, mm-hmm. that's thats the way our society works. And if you don't like it, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Pack up, move to a different country. Or better yet, if you don't want to do that, stop supporting the sport. Here's, you want to know when there will be real change in sports about players getting injured? When people stop going to fucking see the sport because the players are getting injured and fucked up for life.
1: Yeah, when the stands are empty, they'll start paying attention.
2: But that's not going to happen.
1: Nope. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, it's we're for, dude, we're from Detroit. I mean, we're we're the ultimate example of fans that won't stop going. Didn't win a goddamn game, they were still selling out the fucking I don't know, it's it's something too. I think it's something wrong with football fan in general. You know, I think it too, it's the consumers of it. I don't care as long as I can watch a game on Sunday. Oh, well, yeah. know. Maybe toss in a little bit of compassion. The most rabid fans
2: that I've ever personally met and ran into as a group, granted, I've never been overseas, never been around soccer fans. I'm pretty sure they're they're pretty rabid over there, but I I can't speak on that. But over here and in Canada, the two groups of most rabid fans I've ran into are hockey fans from Canada and football fans from America. Those fuckers... Mm -hmm. Our fans in the truest sense of the word being fan being short for fanatic.
1: They the Jacksonville are going, Jaguars sell out games. <laughs> Enough said.
2: There are they, yes, yes. They love their teams, they love the sport, and they're like the they're like the battered wife. You know, oh well, he says he won't do it again or he always apologizes afterwards, you know, oh well they have to raise ticket prices if we want to improve the team and they fired the coach and they got a better coach. So it'll be different this time. And it, it's those people are not going away. They're not. And this is now talking about an issue that it has, hasn't been sexy for two years, but it's like changing the, the name of uh, uh, the Washington Redskins. You know, it, people mm-hmm. were all up in arms with that about, for about two years ago. Now it's like, eh, whatever.
1: Uh, did you hear uh, recently, uh, a poll of Native Americans came out that said they don't give a shit about that.
2: Yeah, they said, how about you actually fucking, like, I don't know, do something for our people that you fucked over for hundreds of years instead of worrying about shit like this?
1: I believe the results of that poll were liberal Whitey cares more about changing the name than actual Native Americans do.
2: Which, once again, goes back to this is just a bunch of bullshit from a very small minority. And it's, it's looking for something to be offended about and looking to be offended for other people. And I don't know how that became something that we accept.
1: Social media, I mean, that's that's the short, quick answer. I mean, social, I guess, but... Social media has become a way for, you know, back to this metaphor, has become a way for you to light the torches and go round up the villagers. You know, we're going to get this motherfucker. Did you hear about the thing that happened at the Dodgers game a couple of days ago? Is either the Dodgers or a Giants game. Either way... Uh, it was a, a, a gay male uh choir was singing the national anthem, and somehow uh the the guy in the booth was playing a vocal track of a woman singing <laughs> over it, and it was coming out over the uh the, the speakers and obviously you got you know a bunch of gay dudes on the field singing the national anthem, and all you hear is a woman singing well a lot of people a lot of people took offense to this and now they 're going after the guy who runs the sound at the Dodger or Giants games or whatever simply because he made a mistake. <sighs> i <laughs> know right
2: you know i i just this is this is this is the type of shit why i drank like, <laughs> like seriously like it hurts people don't we have real problems to worry about i mean didn't, i know didn't they right just, is it didn't they, didn't they just spill more like millions and millions more gallons of oil into the ocean recently it, Are right are, aren't there entire wars about imaginary people in the sky that are being fought and people are being killed and, and, and their heads sawed off and set on fire and people being, you know, stoned to death because they're born gay or women in, in, in other countries getting their, their genitals mutilated. And you want to worry about what pre-recorded vocal track the guy accidentally hit?
1: And, and the guys that performed in the group said they didn't even have a problem with. Uh, he made a mistake. It could have been something queued up from a previous game. You hit the wrong button, wrong file was loaded. You know, it wasn't like after they finished, he opened the mic and went homos I mean, there was nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I heard someone on a, on a podcast the other day, and I, I'm, I'm starting to tend to agree with them. We need another war, like a real war. You know, not any of these distractions we've had in the last 20 years over our oil supply. We we need something like World War II again, because I think that's a I think that's where a lot of it's coming from. Like, I think you hit it on the head, man. Like, rot, it seems like we're out of problems. And now we're just going to create, it just seems like every day, we're creating new problems to be pissed off about. That really, in the grand scheme of things, don't fucking mean shit.
2: Well, if you really want to go down this rabbit hole, I, I, I recently watched an interview. I cannot remember who it was with, but the gentleman was like, I'm going to say he was a moderate. He wasn't to the right, he wasn't to the left. He held some beliefs that would be considered conservative, some to be considered liberal, some to be considered his own. He's like, I don't adhere to any party. But he did bring up one good point. He's like, the far left, the extreme left, the people were talking about that, that feign offense at everything and are, and you can't say anything, they are doomed to fail because they will they will turn on themselves because they always have to have an enemy. They always have to have someone to attack.
1: Yes, there always needs to be a goddamn villain.
2: And the far it's- right, the, the super conservatives, will fail because they're always on the wrong side of change. Mm-hmm. On a long enough timeline, they're fighting for outdated ideas and values that are no longer held by a society as a
1: whole. Yeah, they refuse to evolve.
2: And then you have where most people live, which is my favorite area to talk about because we're, we're very much either or in society anymore. You know, left or right, right or wrong, black or white. It's that gray area, and that's where most of us fucking live, and we understand that life isn't fair, and shit doesn't go the way it's supposed to go all the time, and you could do all the planning and all the hard work and do everything right and still never reach a level of success that your hard work and your preparation, I'm not going to say you deserve, but that, that would, would logically it would dictate that you would succeed more than that. I mean, that's just the way the world is. The shit isn't fair. And that's one of the things that I always loved about sports. Sports is where you can look at it and go clear winner, clear clear losers. Yes. I mean, you know, it's 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 not. I mean, growing up, like we talk about participation trophies. The last year I played soccer, I played soccer for three years. I played little league for three years. Little league, I played after soccer, and they never did this. But the last year I played soccer, the league I was in, we all got a trophy. And I didn't know what to, I was like. What's this for? We didn't win anything. Mm-hmm. And my mom is sitting there trying to explain to me that, oh, that's because you know you gave your best effort. I'm like, and even as a kid, I couldn't articulate it the way I can now. But I'm thinking the way a kid would. No, I didn't. There were times out there I was bullshitting.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what I mean. There was. I remember there was one time that I was playing goalie, and our team was just dominating the other team, and my dad had shown up to watch the game, and there was nothing for me to do but stand down there. And so I wanted to show out, so I ran down and started joining in the rest of the fucking play. And, you know, the coach on the sidelines like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and my dad's like, oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. That's my son. I mean, I got a trophy for that? Get the fuck out of here. That is ridiculous, man. When I I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Are, are we looking at, in 20, 30 years,
1: sports being even
2: around in the way that we've known it to be now all our lives.
1: Nope. Bring it back around. If Stephen A. Smith has to apologize for a city that's saying another sports team could beat their sports team. No, I can tell you 20, 30 years. it's not going to be what we grew up with. I it doesn't because I, one of the, one of my first life lessons I ever learned was from sports fifth grade. I didn't make the soccer team. Coach told me I didn't make the soccer team. It was the first team that I ever went out for. It was the first team that I ever played for where, you know, parents didn't just write a check and you could play, you know, as you had to make the team. And fucking, and I remember I tried my hardest, and I fucking didn't make it. And he told me I didn't make the team, and I fucking cried. But guess what it taught me? It's, you know what? Sometimes in life you're good, at, you're good at some things, and you're not good at others.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because that's honestly why I stopped playing Little League Baseball. Uh, the first two years you had to try out. I made the cut. Uh, I went back for the same league tried out and did not make the cut. And my mom and my stepdad did what she said. They cut the check and they, and they put me in one of the pay to play leagues. And I was like this I just, one, I wasn't any good compared to the other kids. And two, it just, it just, it, it was no longer fun because it was like, Oh, Hey, whitehead, uh, go in, you know, uh, it's your. you got to bat at least once. Why are you batting me in this situation? like, if there's a better batter and he's in the lineup, leave him in. Don't take the better player out because we have to put a kid in because his mom and dad cut a check. The integrity of it was was ruined for me. And I was fucking tw- like 11 12 and I knew that. And I talked to I talked to people and they go, "Wow, that was uh, you know, that, that was pretty insightful for an 11 12 year old." I'm like, "No, it's not. By 11 12, you know what's what's right and wrong and what's bullshit. You've seen a, yeah, you haven't seen a whole lot of life, but you've seen enough to know that." And it just worries me because what the fuck? Are there 11- and 12-year-olds that feel that way these days? I don't know. But they're growing up into the athletes we're going to be watching in 10, 15 years. And I'm just wondering, like, I mean, it's just like... The, the thing that blew me away. Remember the Richie Incognito bullying incident, mm-hmm. incidents? Remember how it was just built up to be like, oh, my God, dude. He was savage with this guy. I wanted to ask any of these people,
1: like, have you ever been in a locker room before?
2: Dude, when, uh, when, when, <laughs> when, when, when Drew... And Mark got hold, and that's a local, was a local radio station here on Sports Talk Radio. When they got hold of the transcripts and read them on air, outside of the curse words he used, which obviously you can't air on terrestrial radio, I was listening to it going, that's... That's locker okay, room talk. Where, where's the, where's the bullying coming in? Okay, I mean, it, like, the texts were like, hey, we're going out, we're picking up some pussy tonight, why don't you come with us? Oh, uh, I don't feel like, it. you know, practice was rough. Oh, okay, you got to sit home tonight and soak your vagina. That's bullying? Dude,
1: really? that sounded like a fucking typical after-band practice talk that I mean, my buddies used to. No locker room involved. That's dudes being dudes. Yes. And, I mean, really, that, that it's,
2: it's a slippery slope, what I'm about to say, but, I mean, I, I, th- I feel it's valid. How much of this is really an attack on just any type of perceived masculinity anymore in, 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 in society?
1: Oh, we're back to jocks versus nerds. No, no, it's
2: not jocks versus nerds. No, no, I'm not talking that. I'm talking like this bullshit third wave feminism ideals that everything that's male is evil. And it's, you know, you have to teach your sons not to rape. You know, I see billboards, teach your sons to respect women. How about teach your kids to respect everybody? Yeah. Okay. Fuck you for implying it because uh, my you know my child come out and had outdoor plumbing and he can't help it and he's running around looking for some helpless woman to stick it in.
1: All right, that's bullshit. I'd like to point out that I was not taught to not rape and I still haven't raped anybody. Just putting that out there. Almost four decades.
2: You know, yeah, I've 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 never no one in my family ever had to sit me down and go, now son, yeah. I know that there's going to be times where you're going to want someone cut you off in traffic where you're going to want. To get out and cut their head off and put it in a bowling bag, but that's unacceptable. No. Like this this is if you raise your kids halfway decent, you don't have to fucking tell them that. And if they still do it, guess what? They're fucking wired wrong. That's why we have prisons, right? That's why we have mental health workers trying to figure this shit out and scientists looking at fucking CAT scans, trying to figure out the differences in people's brains so we can get rid of this shit. But I I I, the more and more I hear this garbage, I'm just I'm just like, this is any anything anytime like any time a boy has any type of boy like as a child any type of like normal male tendencies, it's oh ugh, can't have that. Can't play tag. Can't play smear the queer or kill the guy with the ball as they made us call it in school. When I was even when I was in school, which I mean I can get that smear the queer, but we we knew it. we didn't even we weren't even thinking about queers being the gay guy. It was just the fucker who had the ball. Oh no, yes, get the guy with the ball and beat the shit out. You know, oh, can't play dodgeball because you know it's too violent, and can't play cops and robbers and cowboys and Indians, and and you know, and and you know, even if they they take their finger and they make it in the shape of a gun, that's that's that, that's a that's a microaggression that's violent towards. You know what? Shut the fuck
1: up. The what? school my nephew goes to is all pay to play sports. Last year, my parents were like, oh, uh, your nephew made the baseball team, or no, he's on the baseball team. It's like, oh, did he make it? Like. No, we just have to pay and he's on it. And I was like, no! I th- that was my initial reaction. I was like, no, don't let him do that. What is that teaching him? Uh, it's teaching him, uh, you could really analyze it down to that's teaching him a check solves everything. i to get what you want, just takes a check. In addition to all the lessons he's not learning by just making the team, you know, intramural, that's fine. Should all kids be able to play even if they're not the greatest? Yes. But, I mean, when you get to your school team, I mean, wasn't that where you started separating the men and the boys? The kids who were good at sports versus the kids who weren't? And now we're taking that away from them? Everyone's good at everything? Boy, wait till they get out of college. They're going to be fucked.
2: These are the people that will be shaping the world when they get out of college, and eventually enough of them will get out of college to where they we, they will either accept that that this is the way the world is, and they were for they they've been fed a a bunch of horse shit, or they'll reshape the world into the place they want it to be. And I hold out no hope that they're going to realize when they get out into the real world that well, this is just this is just how shit is,
1: or we're going to have an overburdened or I should say an even more overburdened mental health care system from all these dipshits having a mental breakdown from the first time somebody tells them no or they didn't do something good enough.
2: I mean, there is that too. It, it kind of goes back to what I, you know, the, the rhetorical question I threw out there, will sports even be recognizable in, you know, 20, 30 years? I mean, they're talking about they want to implement, we, we have to speed up baseball, it's too boring. Stop, okay, just because we have attention spans that are shrinking, stop changing a game that's been around for 150 fucking years for people with short attention spans. Because guess what? I was a kid. I was a hyper kid. I had the attention span to sit through a fucking ball game. So why can't the kids today do it? Oh, you don't understand. Because they got to have instant gratification. Well, then teach them not to have that they don't need instant gratification. How about that? How about, how about this? Take the fucking phone away when you go to fucking Comerica Park. Come here, give me your phone. Why? Because you're not going to sit here fucking taking selfies for 30 minutes looking for just the right one. Watch the fucking game, or else why did I fucking drop $250 to bring your ass here?
1: Well, yeah, my sister, my nephew's got screen time when they get home. That includes all screens, TV, phone, iPad, Xbox. You know, they only get a certain amount of time every day. It's ironic because my sister's always on her phone, but she refuses to have their faces buried in screens all day. You know, she'll tell them, go outside. Play. Go be boys. You know, don't hang out in the house all the time. Well, uh,
2: I mean, I, that I can't even blame the kids for. Because how, what do you even... When my, when my parents were like, go outside and play, we went outside and played war. We This is what we literally did one time. We tried to get up enough people to play some fucking ball. Couldn't get up enough, enough kids. Too many kids in the neighborhood didn't want to play baseball. All right, cool. So we're going to play war. We were digging holes and making punji sticks. Shit that if we'd have fell into, we'd have impaled ourselves on. To play fucking war that's what we were doing no one's parents were around on top of it 90 percent of the kids that we were playing with had a fucking pocket knife
1: of some sort to sharpen the punji sticks <laughs> you tell me you can you come up with three other dudes to play baseball bare minimum was four you needed what a pitcher a catcher somebody to hit and someone in the field <laughs> that's <laughs> those are the those are the pickup baseball games i played if you had four no. guys you could play a game
2: you got to remember, this was Florida, and Florida didn't have baseball teams at this point, so there wasn't a whole lot of people that were really into it. And and everyone's, uh, it was like when we played football, we'd always have like the one kid who couldn't run or couldn't catch or couldn't throw, so he was all-time center. Mm -hmm. We would would play football like that. We'd have like, you know, five-on-five with an all-time center. Yeah. Your offensive line was the kid who just stood there and couldn't move. Looking like the the giant.
1: Or you had the all-time QB. Yeah, yeah, the kid who could. Is like really the one throw. guy who could throw?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't even. I can't even. Like I said, I can't even blame the kids for that because we, once again, we're so worried about our children getting hurt. If if you won't let your kid climb a fucking, you know, you won't let your kid climb a tree because he might fall out and break an arm. Well, that what is do you think? That's the type of parents gonna sign a permission slip for the kid to play JV football or varsity football? I mean, Lord, in la- no okay but and then here's the thing I guarantee you those same parents if there wasn't a war going on would tell their, fa- their their children you know what we can't afford college join the military they'll pay for it so now you're in a situation where you could not only have a broken arm but if you are, are you actually have to do the job you are trained to do you're in the line of fire and could die but hey at least you're getting that fucking GI bill That's the mentality of these of, of the people we're dealing with that are Driving this discussion when it comes to injuries in sports and is, is football too violent? Is this sport too violent? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And okay, hey, I'm just going to say it is most is mostly fucking solidly middle class and above. So I'm gonna tell you what in the hood, they ain't worried about fucking. And, I, and when I say hood, I don't mean just black. I'm talking about poor white people. Poor Hispanics, poor Black people. If your kid shows some fucking athletic ability, you goddamn right, the parents out there like you're gonna you're gonna fucking you're gonna do it until you can fucking make a better life for yourself and me. Because you first thing you do when you get drafted is buy me a house.
1: It ain't even with poor people. I got a buddy of mine who's definitely bordering on upper middle class at this point, and his son is fucking just his his stat line is badass in baseball. He's on a traveling team and shit. And he's doing like, no, go, fucking college is expensive. Let's <laughs> let's do this. Just nurturing it. Or right, I would like to say that's not the exception, mm-hmm. but
2: it is. I mean, it honestly is. I, a lot of kids I know whose parents have money, you know, oh, you want to play sports? Okay. Unless the kid's just out of this world good. Most of the parents I know, they're like, eh, I mean, wouldn't you rather do something else? I mean, how about if you, if you want to go to the game on Friday nights, how about you play in the band?
1: You know, that's, that's a little bit safer, isn't it? What if Michael Jordan's mom said that? That's all I got to say. What if fucking, I don't know, give me someone who played after black people started in baseball. Oh, fuck, what if Willie Mays' mom said that? We'll go there. Whatever, Hank Aaron's mom said that. You know, what if fucking Peyton Manning's mom said that? You wouldn't have these athletes who did all these, whether you like sports or not, they still accomplished great things in their field. They were role models to youth at some point in their life. They did good things, whether or not you like sports or not.
2: Well, I mean, to some people, I sounded like hardcore chauvinist when I was like, "It's." I think a lot of this disdain for sports is has a baseline underneath of disdain for anything manly and masculine because it's got to be ridiculed. And I do think that, but I also do think that a lot of it is just, it's not seen as the cool thing anymore. And this is where I think mm-hmm. your theory about the jocks versus the nerds come in. Most people don't like, okay, remember when Richard Sherman went off after that game a couple of years ago and people fucking lost their minds online and we're like, oh, you're this thug, you're just a blah, blah, blah. That motherfucker went to Stanford. He's more educated than 99% of the people commenting on how he was amped up. That's how people get when they're amped up and they're just have ungodly amounts of adrenaline pumped through their fucking body. He's not a fucking, he wasn't a thug, he wasn't this, he wasn't that, he wasn't some fucking. Uneducated fool out there making an ass of himself, whatever the fuck it was being said. He was excited and he's a professional athlete and that's how it came out. Big fucking deal. You know, I mean, but that's but the the automatic assumption is he's uneducated, he's stupid, he got he's 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 probably an athlete that got coddled. He didn't go to University of Miami, he went to Stanford. Stanford ain't cutting their fucking I was gonna say like Michigan, but Michigan is well, we'll leave that one alone. But Stanford is not Stanford It's like playing for the Yale baseball team. You have to be somewhat good at baseball, but really smart to make the
1: cut at Yale. Yeah, you have to keep Yale grades to keep going to Yale.
2: Yeah, playing baseball is just something you do besides keeping Yale grades. You know, Stanford is not a school to be sneezed at.
1: With the exception of the last few years, it's never really been a sports school.
2: True, true. I mean, and that's a whole oh, – college sports, that's a whole other subject because of the way the way college sports is starting to divide, I'm, we, we, we'll save that for another podcast because that's not exactly a – that's not a topical subject. There's nothing that's, that made me think of it up or think of it and bring it up except for the fact that watching college sports these days, I'm starting to see like a pattern emerge in between that, the, the haves and the have-not schools and it's just getting wider and wider. And it's it's just okay. You know, but that's that's subject for another day. We'll wait till college football starts for
1: that. They already played the spring games, right? Only a few more months.
2: Yeah. Just, when I, I heard it put this way, and it didn't seem so long. Only 14 more weeks to college football. Only 16 more weeks to pro football.
1: Two months. Yeah. Training camp starting up. Yeah. So Detroit Lions rebuilding season 2016 will begin. Detroit Lions 62 years of rebuilding will continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that won't be more evident. Other than this year. On that note, well, we pretty much hit, like, what, two subjects? But we're passionate about them. They struck a chord with us. I mean, we we did hit two main subjects, but there was little branch subjects that came off of those, so... Hey, that's what we do. If you're looking for us to break down the game film, this ain't your podcast. All right? Two guys bullshitting about sports and apparently things that bother us. (laughs) Or the culture that surrounds it. Yes. Thanks to everybody who has listened, who has downloaded follow us on twitter at SporGy podcast on instagram at Sporgy underscore podcast uh we're on facebook too but facebook's dying you still find us there anyways uh so thanks for listening everybody and we'll catch you next week later